Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very special Today's Homeowner podcast, all part of our Heat Your Home Week here at Today's Homeowner. Of course, we're partnering with our friends at American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, and with me right now is Kelly Lindenmoyer, who is the Senior Air Handler Product Manager at American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. You know, it's always great when we can, um, you know, work together uh, to really have some concise ways that people can kind of survive the winter a little bit. We're calling it our seven tips to heat your home. And that's what uh, Kelly and I kind of want to go through and give you a little bit of information on that. And by the way, you can see this and download this list by going to todayshomeowner.com slash heat your home. First one we're going to talk about is a logical one. It's like um, telling the kids when they're getting the refrigerator, don't stand there and open the refrigerator and look at it. The same goes on those cold days for leaving your exterior doors open. I still see where someone's like bringing groceries in or something, then they just leave it open. I'm thinking, wow, look at how much of a loss of that heated comfortable air that you're allowing to be really affected by the air conditioner. But people still just don't understand that at all, do they? Yeah, absolutely. You're right. It is one of those things that uh, it can be very easy to do, but also very easy to forget. But yeah, it's a big one in terms of making sure that your system's not working extra hard, not only to cool the air that's inside of your house, but the extra air that you might be letting in on accident. That's right, exactly. And and um, all of those things, all of the little things like that do make a difference when it's all put together. The second one on our list is using the sun's heat. Now, this is something we definitely do on the south side of my house. When that sun is really bearing down, it still may be bitterly cold outside, but you can use that heat by opening up all of your drapes and blinds and allow that sun to heat up those rooms. You know, there's always, uh, you know, some room in your house as you walk into that room and it's just a little warmer than others. That's where the advantage of that is. So that's pretty inexpensive heat right there. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed that as well in my house. We've got some front-facing windows that face the afternoon sun, so kind of Uh southwest. And, yeah, same here. Those rooms are always a little bit warmer, but definitely great during the wintertime. Now, one thing that a lot of people don't really think about, and it's the third thing on our list of seven things here, and that is using your ceiling fans year-round. But you have to reverse the fan so that it's running clockwise. Now, here's what happens. It's, it's, it's much different than summertime. Summertime, you're wanting that air to blow down on you and cool you. Um, and when you're not in the room, if you're running your ceiling fan during the summer, it's really not helping because it's not cooling the room, it's cooling you. However, during the winter, what you're basically doing in reversing it, you're pushing that heat against the ceiling and forcing it to return down the walls and back where you are to make you nice and comfortable. In that case, turning it on clockwise uh, direction and then making sure that it's on low. And in that case, you can really leave it on because it'll continue continue circulating that. That's one of those good little scientific things that we discovered a few years ago that's uh, making people a little more comfortable. Exactly. And I think what you mentioned is such a key point of making sure that it's on that low setting. You know, I think when people hear turning on your ceiling fans, they're thinking of trying to cool the room and having it on that high setting. But Mm -hmm. just like you said, just a little gentle circulation to move that warm air down, really helpful in those winter months. 
Now, another thing that's on our list, number four, is don't forget the maintenance. Just like your car needs to have its oil changed all the time, your air-conditioned heating system definitely needs your air filter and furnace filter changed on a regular basis. And we always recommend use a good one. Use one that electrostatically charged that uh, is going to last um, for several months. But I also recommend that um, in most cases, you know, most standard um, vertical upright furnaces you have in a hallway, you have the return air underneath it, just to simply pull that filter out and pop another one in is a good thing, but just take a couple extra minutes and vacuum out that plenum area. Because sometimes, uh, uh, you know, those cobwebs and maybe some of the dust and pet dander and such is able to find its way into that area, you may as well take advantage of that while you're doing that. But changing a filter, if people will buy like cases of them so that you have it handy and then find some kind of reminder, whether it's that little sticker on your refrigerator or maybe it's a little alert on your phone, but uh, that filter is kind of that first line of defense to keep your air conditioning and heating system working properly, efficiently, and also improving that indoor air. I think People are recognizing the importance of this more and more as we move through. Yeah, this is so important. Um, you know, myself with three dogs, I am constantly changing my system's air filters. So that's definitely a standard maintenance checklist that I would encourage homeowners to to continue or, or start doing if that's not something that they're doing today. And just like you said, if you struggle to remember that, um, the, the phone alerts, they're great. Putting it on your planner, whatever it might be. Uh, you can even write it on the filter itself, you know, on the outside exterior of it with those little replaceable filters. It's a really important piece of the system maintenance just to, you know, make sure you're checking that off the list. Absolutely. Uh huh. And and also, if you want to really step up and get some very nice filters, those are available through your local American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning technician. They'll be able to share with you a lot of the more advanced systems that um, maybe only have to be changed once a year. That's something to think about. Number five on our list, seal the envelope of your home. You know, people look around their home. I know someone was telling me the other day they were sitting um, in their chair watching TV and they look back at the front door and the sun just happened to be in the right position. He says he was amazed at how much light was coming in under that door and, and, you know, never, never knew it. You know, you never think about that. But during the winter, when you go around your windows and doors or any area in your house, might be a hose bib, it might be where your evaporative lines come out, going out to your outside condenser unit, any penetration in that wall is a place that cold air can sneak in and rob you energy dollars. And, and, you know, it may not seem like um, something that would be very effective, Kelly, but boy, you put all of those cracks together and seal those up you've really made a difference in the comfort level of your home as well as what it costs to get there. Yes, absolutely. And I've, you know, seen the same thing in my house, you know, similar situation sitting there at the dining table and you look at the back door and you see the light coming through, right? Uh, Just changing that weather stripping or things like that to help prevent those different air leaks. Um, Just like you said, huge difference in terms of that room's temperature and then the overall performance of the house. And your system. And I know a lot of people over the last few years, if you have, let's say, obsolete windows and it's not in the budget yet to replace those windows, the window roll-on kits or insulating kits have been very, very popular to apply to the inside 
of the window frame. Shrink wrap it a little bit with a hair dryer, and that's pretty amazing. You can still see out, you can still see in, but the air is blocked off. Another way to seal the envelope of your home. Okay, getting into number six on our seven tips to heat your home, we're talking about scheduling a seasonal inspection. And then really before the winter turns cold, right now would be a great time to have that professional um, HVAC technician to really look at that furnace and and do a, a seasonal check. What I always tell people on this, why it's important, again, you can relate it back to car maintenance. But if you're keeping that system running efficiently, number one, it's going to last a lot longer. And number two, it's going to save you money. So now's the time to pick up the phone and call that American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Technician. And how do you suggest they go about that, finding the right person uh, to take care of that maintenance on a regular basis? Yeah, that's a really, really great point. We definitely suggest having that regularly scheduled maintenance, like you mentioned, just to make sure that everything's operating like it's supposed to before those peak heating and cooling seasons. Um, at AmericanStandardAir.com, we've got a lot of great resources to help you find a wonderful American Standard dealer who can help you with those annual or biannual visits. And during their visits, they'll take a look at your system's filter, like we talked about, your evaporator coil, drain lines, the outdoor unit, all sorts of different aspects just to make sure that everything is in top shape just for when you need it. And, you know, not only is it great to have this regularly scheduled maintenance, uh, one really easy thing, and I, I do this myself, and I'm sure you do as well, just every season before it gets cold, go and turn your thermostat on to heating. Go turn your system on for a few minutes. I know you might not necessarily need the heat, but mm-hmm. just make sure everything's working, right? That way you don't get to that first chilly day and want the heat to come on and, uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've got some sort of system challenge. That that happens all the time. And, and also, you know, the safety aspect of it, they're also going to make sure that system is working not only efficiently but safely with different type of gas products. You, you know, have to make sure that venting is just right. And so that's also a good peace of mind and comfort level. As you said, before you start really relying on that system, go ahead and make sure it'll be there for you. Hey, number seven on our list is to upgrade your system. So many people are surprised to know that um, most air conditioned heating system, average system lasts only 10 to 12 years. Now, someone may say, yeah, but Mine's 15 years old, 20 years old, and still working. But is it working efficiently, and are you taking advantage of all of the great technology that's been developed over the last few years, particularly with heat pumps? So what are some of the questions that a homeowner that's uh, saying, okay, well, my I know my system's reaching the end of its livelihood here. Uh, what are the steps that they should go to to um, feel comfortable with their decision on upgrading to a better system and maybe a heat pump? It can be really challenging sometimes to determine where to begin on even just deciding if it's a good idea to repair or replace your system. Uh, I'd say first and foremost, an American Standard dealer is a really great reference for helping decide the right path forward. They've got a lot of great knowledge and expertise to help uh, understand what's going on with your system and determine what might be the right path. But generally speaking, we typically recommend a few guidelines such as the age of the system, like you mentioned. So if it's that 10 years or more kind of range, maybe start to think about it. Uh, The frequency of the repairs that you're seeing. So if it's happening more often than not, maybe it's time to consider replacing. Or if you're seeing your monthly energy bills rising. And like you said, there's a lot of really great technologies that have been introduced into the market, even over the past couple of years, that you could be missing out on by not replacing your system to a more efficient or a newer version. 
There's a lot of resources on the products that are available on AmericanStandardAir.com as well. And um, you can navigate those, you know, just do some research on your own to see the different system types and their benefits to see if replacing might be a good idea for you. I was going to say that advice you get from the American Standard Rep is very, very important because there's a big problem that a lot of people have thinking bigger is better when there are some cases, if you've done a little bit of energy, um, you know, some things to insulate your home a little bit, you may actually end up with a smaller system than what you have now. That will certainly save you a lot of money, but bigger is not better. It can actually end up costing you more money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're, you're exactly right. An American Standard dealer can help you navigate that as well and make sure that you've got the right size system for your home so that you're not seeing any short cycling, which like you said, can cost more money in the long term. And also just have more wear and tear on your system. You know, think about turning your car uh, on and off several mm-hmm. times a day versus mm-hmm. just that once or twice. Now, you know, it seems like over the years, heat pumps, maybe people don't quite understand heat pumps. I've heard people say, oh, well, they don't work where I live. Um, that's changed a lot. Again, technology improving things. And, and a lot of people are realizing a uh, heat pump is really a great way to go to heat and cool your home. I completely agree. Heat pumps have definitely been one of the lesser known technologies for heating options when it comes to HVAC. And it's just like you said, in regions where you might experience a colder winter, it's typically not historically what people would defer to first. But there have been a lot of advances in heat pump technology over the past several years, and they're only going to continue as we go forward and we see trends towards more fully electric type systems, which is where the heat pump comes in handy. They can also be used in what is known as a dual fuel or a hybrid application. Mm -hmm. which is where you pair that heat pump with a gas furnace. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. They're really great in terms of efficiency, uh, helping transfer about 300% more energy than they consume. So it's a really great alternative for people to consider when looking at what sort of system they might want to upgrade to within their home. Well, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, you get a, you have a system that's 15 or 20 years old and it's like a dinosaur out there growling and grinding, trying to keep it, keep your house comfortable and certainly makes a lot of sense because uh, over 50% of your utility bill goes to heating and cooling your home. That's why it's so important to really hone in on a lot of this advice that's available. Again, the website you can go to is todayshomeowner.com slash heatyourhome. And of course, that has a lot of information about everything to do with heating your home, including this list that you can print out and plenty of links to our friends at American Standard. Kelly, thanks so much for being with us. And I think we've helped people kind of survive the winter a little bit. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I hope so. And um, hope that these tips are helpful. Really appreciate it. Thank you.